want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go. Christian Caliphate from our upcoming album, End of the Bloodline. Check it out. Anthropic is our special in-studio guest today. So before we start talking, I wanted to ask, what is that song about? Uh, that's uh, more or less like how like uh, the Christian right, you know, they want to take over the country. You know, the all the talk about like the Muslim caliphate and all the Muslim this and Muslim that, but the, I think the Christians are just jealous because they fuck the Muslim. They're jealous of the, uh, the way Muslims rule the country and the Christian. The Christian right wants to take over the U.S. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I like so, it. Yeah. Cut that yeah. Um, all right. So <laughs> we started the podcast like three and a half years ago, and like right from the start, we wanted to have you guys on. So thank you for coming today. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Buffalo. No snow. And no snow. you guys missed church to be here, and we appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I woke up extra early. I went to 7 o'clock. Oh, nice. nice. <laughs> actually, we have band practice on Sunday mornings in college church. So we did actually miss church to come here. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> That's what I thought you meant. Yeah. I mean, we didn't even think real church. Like, what's that? <laughs> Um, all right, so let's start with a background of how Anthropic came to be. Uh, I know it's so, quite a history. No, no, no. So The abridged version. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, 2015, Brian Pattison and Jeff Budaszewski formed a band, Anthropic. 
Um, they did a few practices, and that was kind of the end of it. It did make a, a couple songs. One of them we still play to this day. Um, after that, we had a couple member changes and a couple figuring this out and figuring that out. Um, Brian, for a while, jammed. This dude would actually drive once a month all the way to Pittsburgh. Of course. To, yeah, to jam with uh, Christian Easley from Rochebor. So because he had a drummer, I wasn't in. I wasn't in yet. So Brian and Christian would play. I think he said like five, six hours a day. What? Just. Uh-huh. I mean, he would only go once a month. Oh right, right. So he would jam in, you know, a month's worth of rehearsal in one day. So that obviously doesn't bode well for a band because that's a little rough to yeah. do everything else. So Brian ended up coming back to Buffalo and he messaged me and I knew Brian. So it was just, uh, but I didn't know him real well. I knew of him and, you know, talked to him back in the day. So I called Jeff, who I'm very close with. And uh, he's like, dude, you got to jam with them. It's perfect. That's, <laughs> you're the perfect drummer for, oh my God. So then we, uh, I got together with Brian. Then everything went from there. A couple more member changes. Chris came on, Russ came on. Um, uh, did another member change. Then we started playing tons of shows as a four-piece. You know, we played with Phobia and Out of Town and all that stuff. And then, obviously, Brian died two years ago. Tomorrow, actually, is two years. Uh, and we got Matt, and here we are. So, seven years later, that's it. Cool. So... Did did you ask where the band name came from? No, not yet. No. Can that you? was the next question. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian didn't really talk to many people. Like he he comes across as a very shy guy. But if you knew him, he would chat your ear off. Or if you had a subject that he was highly interested in, he would chat your ear off. So he was just an extremely smart dude. And uh He was on an astrology kick for a while and would read like textbooks, like college textbooks. (laughs) He just, serious. He would just uh, do that and he came across the Anthropic Principle. And uh, I I think the band Anthropic Principle was taken. So he just went with Anthropic and that's what it is. Cool. Hmm. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. If you've ever looked up the, because there's a definition and a principle. The principle is like it's really deep. Actually. Is it? Yeah, I'm it's gonna something read up on about it. sentient beings' awareness of the universe or yeah, something. How it's human like beings deep. like coexist yeah. with the earth or some shit like that. I guess we should probably know that. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta look it up again. <laughs> study up. You gotta get that textbook. <laughs> Um, okay, so you guys mentioned Brian's loss, yep. um, which we all felt, obviously. But you guys have done an awesome job at balancing keeping his legacy alive and moving forward. Is that hard sometimes? Uh, I, I, well, it was really hard at first. You know, it, I guess maybe it gets a little easier. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, day by day but you know we all miss him every day yeah you know, oh i'm sure i mean i didn't even know like i i, I thought we we're it was done i mean it was his band you know and then 
we were at uh, his memorial service, and Jim's <laughs> right. like, "We're actually at his funeral." Yeah, and and <laughs> Jim's right. like, "Well, he's straight up said he's like Brian would be fucking pissed. Yes, if we he stopped. would. He'd be I, fucking pissed. Well, I know it. Agree. You know, well, especially because the the new album was written, and we were scheduled to go in the studio. Ah, uh. yeah. So it's kind of like we have this whole album that Brian wrote, that we wrote, whatever." That needs to see the light of day. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that was that. And then his, I mean, his family's totally behind us. Yeah, all that oh, stuff. Yeah. They, yeah, his mom and his brother came out to the studio on the first day when we were record recorded and all that stuff. So oh, I love that. Yeah, and yeah, Brian would be pissed if we. Oh, yeah, <laughs> if yeah we, I agree. Totally, he'd, yeah. He'd, he'd be fucking pissed if we didn't. Yeah. if we didn't continue on. So <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, Jim, it appears you've kind of taken on Brian's role, which is interesting because you play drums in the back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so how did you become the front of the band? <laughs> uh, He's the grandfather. Uh, <laughs> yes, okay, so listen. <laughs> Someone may have told you, but these dorks always call me dad. <laughs> okay dad he is the he's always been the band dad yeah make, make, waking us up getting us on the road <laughs> shit we'd yeah. still be in freaking colorado yeah. or something right now from three years ago if it wasn't up to him so, so brian would laugh at we'd me give him like, plenty of shit yeah. plenty of plenty plenty brian of shit would laugh it, at me he's like that's the navy i'm like what no like i just <laughs> and then i'm a scorpio too and i saw something that was like a joke that was you know scorpios need to know that we're leaving at 11 and we're gonna be there at, at 11 30 or you know whatever and my wife now like oh that's a scorpio that's a scorpio <laughs> in you coming out i'm like stop but yeah um so brian was doing it and he was uh booking shows and he was whatever but brian was very not willing to give up the reins for lack of a better term so as we started going on and he and I got closer, he realized that I was in it and, you know, Anthropic was me too, you know, and I was totally on board. So he like made me admin of the Facebook page, you know, he kind of just kind of added stuff here and there. And then um, he would book shows and I'm a mild Facebook stalker. So, <laughs> so, for instance, say Matt had a band and he'd be like, oh, we played uh, Bug Jar in Rochester. So then I'd be like, oh, cool. Well, where's Bug Jar? Who was the promoter? And then, oh, Russ was the promoter. Yeah. Hey, Russ, we want to play Bug Jar, yep. you know? So that's my only stalkerness. So then I'd be like, Brian, <laughs> I can get a show on, you know, May 5th. He'd be like, cool. And that was, you know, that was kind of it so i started doing shows with him here and there and uh i would kind of ask him questions and because obviously he's done a million shows and i've done none so he would kind of guide me and do this ask for that you know kind of thing so yeah i just i learned what i could from him yeah. when he was here and merch it was like brian i want a hat it's like all right get a hat so then i'd go find hats and then he'd be like Oh, let's get beanies. Okay. <laughs> so then I just started getting beanies. I saw someone else was making buttons and it's like, hey, I got his buttons. Cool. You know, that was Brian's answer for everything. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and just kind of kind of fell into it. 
and then I always drive 99.9% .9 of the time I drive. So I don't really drink much. So mm. I'll have a beer at a show when we first get there and everyone else just whatever. So remains completely sober. <laughs> so, Jim's our captain. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of happen, I guess with the, I don't know. Just kind of happen. It's cool. Yeah. It's all good. That's awesome. Yep. So it was kind of natural. You weren't thrown into no. it. No, no, no. That's good. Did Anthropic have two guitarists early on at one point? Yes. Um, Norm Ventura. Yeah. It just, um, he had a busy schedule. We were getting a big, busy schedule with shows, and he had two little, you know, younger kids at the time, and uh, he worked weekends. You know, he did a limousine and, mm. you know, that kind of stuff, which is primarily a weekend gig. And then it was just, uh, we started playing more and more shows right. and he just couldn't right he so couldn't he just, do it i can't do this show i can't do you know well so you know. yeah all, you know i you know unfortunately that didn't work out and it is what it is so how did matt come into the band either matt I like how we're talking about Matt like yeah. he's not here. He <laughs> <laughs> said some stuff here and there. <laughs> well, it kind of goes back to the the same conversation we had at the at the at the funeral. It was like, what are we gonna do? You know, well, Brian would be pissed if we if we stopped. And then it's like, well, who the fuck are we gonna get to play guitar? <laughs> you know. And then Jim's like, well, Matt can grind. And I was like, oh shit, he comes to all of our shows, and you know, he's best friends with Russ and all that stuff. So I was like, oh shit, that'd be a Bring him down. Be a good fit. Plus, nice. he has a, l a bit of experience in organism back in the 90s. Yeah. All right. 92 to 5, I think, or 91 right. to 5, somewhere in there. And you two were yes. in organism yeah, together, right? Organism ruled. Yes. <laughs> if we would have stayed together. What happened? We, well, we, you know, bands are a fleeting thing. Yeah. You know, we, the it's you know like, like couldn't hold it together yeah. yeah it's hard people don't realize how hard it is you know it's it's you know bands come and go you know they might only play a couple shows a handful of show we yeah. just played our hundredth show not Holy that long shit. ago and we're still Guys. going yeah, we're over a hundred shows now wow. probably 110 now something like that and that's what brian used to always say too you know he's like oh, i just wanted to you know get some songs written play a couple of shows and you know if he was he was happy just fizzled out after that he was <laughs> cool with that you know record a demo and he was fine with that and it yeah. just kept just kept rolling along so we have staying power <laughs> i like it i like it so the new release end of the bloodline what inspired this uh, I know it's a big question. Well, it's it's Brian's legacy, you know. It, and it's actually the the title for the song. It's mm -hmm. the actually the last song that that he wrote too. So mm -hmm. yeah, it, yeah. The the whole album Brian wrote every single song. Well, we Cheap Trick played one song, but that's. <laughs> <laughs> sound like cheap tricks version yeah. but other than that every song on here brian wrote and it's his legacy and it's won't happen again so yeah. it's just kind of that's it 
Did Brian write lyrics too? Yeah, he he wrote lyrics to a bunch of the songs actually. Um, throughout everything we've done, you know, he'd send me an email or a text message with the most of it wasn't really lyrics. It was just a bunch of I like <laughs> thoughts that he had and just you know, and then I'd kind of piece them together into mm -hmm. the songs and stuff. So he wrote a bunch of stuff. Jim wrote a couple of songs too. So did did you guys have? Like the lyrics that he didn't write for this release, did you have trouble putting lyrics to what he had written? Oh, Chris is Chris writes good lyrics. Yeah, I, I mean, good. I wrote the majority of the stuff. You know, a lot of the times he'd have an idea and we kind of be on the same page about something. Mm -hmm. So he'd like, I already had something kind of in mm -hmm. mind, and we just kind of mixed together and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So there, you know, there were a couple songs where he's. You will grind here. You will do a yeah, breakdown he here. To, These are the lyrics. He sent we want you the, to sing. I want yeah, you to sing it was right on here. False, for false flag. Oh, yeah. he, he did he, that for, uh, for... It was false flag. He didn't sent he do it Disgrace on of the, Humanity too. No, no. Well, he he's like, you have to sing in this part. I'm like, you have to sing here. You have to sing here and have to sing here. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to die. I got to take a breath. I'm like, holy shit, man. He's like, you have to sing over this part, sing over this part, sing over this part. I'm like... All right, <laughs> I'll do my best. But he did on like false flag. He sent me uh, what's that program? Uh, we transfer. No, the one audacity. The audacity. Yeah, he sent me. He's like I install audacity and you put this all in here and he had all these markers and all this and that. And I'm like, what? I can't figure out what the hell he's. You see what I'm trying to say, right? I'm like, what I'm trying to do here. I'm like. That makes no sense to me, but I'm like, I'll, I'll make it work. And I did it practice. I'm like, probably not exactly what you're thinking, but he's like, yeah, that's cool. So, <laughs> but but he wasn't like domineering about it. Oh like, no, he wasn't no, no. like, you will do this. No, you know? yeah, not even. That was just of. his idea on, yeah, on false flag. Idea. That's another one where he had some of the lyrics, and I kind of had an idea too. Um, so it kind of just mixed together, mm -hmm. you know, and then just like on that whatever song it was he's just like yeah he's like oh you have to sing over that part just like it's not like you have to but it's like in his head he uh -huh. knew what he yeah you know when he wrote it like that was kind of his yeah. vision yeah. of the song or whatever yeah. so and i'm like all right i can make it work so but yeah but nothing like yeah there was nothing like don't go oh, you got to change this or do that it's pretty much i belted out the first time at practice i'd look at him he'd go Cool. cool. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that was that was it. Cool, or I never got it. That sucked. So yeah, I yeah. guess I was like, All right, I guess I'm doing it right. <laughs> when when he messaged me at first, you know, like first message, he's like, I want to do old school grind, you know, kind of in this vein and this vein. He's like, blast beats and D beat, and I'm like, well, I don't know beat, I don't know D beat, so I learn it. Whatever. I never learned it. <laughs> so then the. This album, he said, Jim, I want D-Beat here. It's like, okay. And then I, you know, things happen. And then I, I did learn it. And I did do D-Beat on this album. Now so, he wants to D-Beat yeah, everything. Now, now it's D-Beat every song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where'd you guys record this upcoming release? Watchmen. Nice. Yeah, there's nowhere else. Yeah. Why go anywhere else? Yep. You know, Doug is the wizard. You know? It sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did a great job. Yeah. We listened to it upstairs on the Marshall, down here on these speakers. We love it. Awesome. awesome. Thank you. Um, I don't know how you guys can answer this, but <laughs> is there anything 
unexpected that somebody can expect from this upcoming release? Well, you kind of just said something. You learned yeah, something so new. This release is, it's grindcore for sure. Yeah. But we've always had a little bit of punk. We've always had a little bit of, you know, whatever, different stuff. But this one's a, got a little more funky beats in it, a little more hardcore, a little more punk here and there. There's a few more, there's more technical here and there. Yes. A couple riffs, yes. right? So it's, it's. Yeah, it's it's got a little bit of different stuff, but it's still us for sure. So yeah, there's a, you know, I'm a hardcore dude, so <laughs> went to practice and he's like, oh, we got a new song, and they played it, and I was like, oh, we got a hardcore breakdown, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, and you go back into it, and I'm like, man, you gave me two, you gave me two hardcore breaks, I'm like, thank you, man, thanks, B. <laughs> That's funny, um, Chris, are. Is there like an overall lyrical concept? We're all over the place. Over the we place. got like 80 songs now, so I don't even know how the hell to, I'd be able to deicide that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of just like shit happening in my life. You know, someone pisses me off or shit, crazy shit happening in the world, you know, yep. stuff like that. Just kind of feelings. It's, yeah, it's all over the place. So. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have a scheduled release date? No. No, not yet. So let's talk about you guys announced CDN. Yes. Is was, is this like a brand new revolution? Revelation? Revolution. <laughs> yeah. So the anthropic we, revolution. <laughs> wait a minute. Now we're getting... Um, yeah, that was just announced Thanksgiving. It is official. We are on CDN Records. And... Uh, Hopefully February, I'm hoping. The the album itself is done, obviously. Yep. It's mastered, you know, radio ready. Um, some of the art is done. The cover I should have in two weeks-ish. Uh, and then we're, you know, working on just the stuff. The layout. Yeah, well, actually, they're they're taking care of that for us. Oh, even I, better. Yeah, I mean, I, I well, I don't know any... Adobe or Photoshop or yeah. whatever. Cannibal Cam. Yeah, so Cam will take care of all that. I mean, I'm sending him stuff. Here's a logo. Here's, you know, I have the panel art already for the inside. So that'll be done. And, you know, so I, I, I have an idea, I guess, what I want. And then I'm sure Cam will make it actually look proper. Nice. So, but I, I don't think anything is, there's not, I mean, I'm, we're pretty much chill dudes and I'm not looking for anything crazy. And yeah. A, you know, it's a, a dirty grindcore band from Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, it, you know, it'll be cool for sure. So. It, yeah. Is it going to be CDs, vinyl? Um, CDs. I guess if it does okay, then they'll go to tape. So please buy our album. Because I, <laughs> I want it on tape. Um, they don't do vinyl yet, but I guess they're talking about it. So. I guess we'll see. And uh, I got the vinyl hookup. Russ has got the yeah, vinyl yeah, yeah. That's cool. So, 
So we're going to print five, one for each of the yeah. band members, and then we're going to put the other one up on eBay yeah. to the highest bidder. <laughs> nice. That's a nice marketing. Sign it. $12. Woohoo! <laughs> Are you guys doing any videos for any of the new songs? Uh, probably. Um, if I remember correctly, I, I'm pretty sure CDN will help us with one, I think. If not, sorry, I mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble, Cam. Yeah, it's, it's like a, it's a lyric video, but I'm not sure if we're going to do that. Brian yeah, was we, adamant. I, yeah. Early, early on, I'm like, oh, he's like, oh, we do a video. I'm like, oh, what? Like one of those like lyric videos or something? He's like, Fuck lyric videos. Lyric videos fucking suck. We'll never do a lyric video. I'm like, okay. Again, Brian, yes. Cool, not cool. Or that's a that's a that's a hard hard no. So I don't know. We have to figure out we're going to do with that. Do pictures and stuff. That part I haven't. Yeah, we haven't thought about that part yet. Probably should, I guess. Anyway, we'll get there. Well, congrats on the CDN. That's awesome. We hear those guys are awesome to work with. Yeah, yeah. So very cool. Yeah, we're hyped. And they have the. Glorious Times Volume 1 CD compilation. Its pre-orders are available now. But um, Matt is Matt Pattison is trying to and doing a pretty good job, I think, kinda make Brian live and help him, you know, his legacy and all yep. that. So that album's out on CDN. We're actually on it for the fifth track. But it has like Cannibal Corpse and Broken Hope and like all these old school bands that were either mentioned in the book or were in the book. And uh, so we're definitely stoked on that for sure. Plus he just did that decibel magazine interview yep. and uh, he dropped our name a few times and yeah, he's you know, awesome. Promoting yeah, Matt's the, a, Matt's the comp. Dude. Yeah. But yeah. We want originally, I think we were a bonus track, but now we're like the fifth track. Oh, yeah. Like, That's awesome. Oh Yeah. I like it. So on the, the track we picked has uh, <laughs> Cam Lee did guest vocals. Brian and Cam were friends. Yep. So Brian's like, hey, Cam, can you, I just want you to say this line in this one song. So Cam was like, absolutely, and, and gave it to us for the last album. So nice. I'm like, you know what? It's an old school album. So it that song should go on just because mm. just made more sense than any other song off Architects. Yeah. So stoked about that so that has a release date that's coming out the 17th right is that the 17th yeah yeah we're we're playing that well matt again brian used to do a show death in december and uh matt's bringing that back we get to play with uh ringworm and gutter live and yes ringworm (laughs) yeah if y'all didn't know that's like like definitely high on the list of my favorite bands. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I had to like stop wearing like every show we played. I wore a different ringworm shirt. I'm like, I should probably change it up a little bit. Yes. Matt messaged me. He's like, Hey, just all casually, you know. Hey, you guys want to play a ringworm? What? Are you serious? Did you just say ringworm, ringworm? He's like, Yeah. I'm like, all right, yes, we're in. I don't. I'm not even asking anyone else. I know we're yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. No but uh, got it live. Centenary. Uh, Juggernaut, Us, and Ringworm on uh, December 17th. And uh, CDN will be there and they'll have uh, copies in hand. And uh, yeah, so it'd be pretty cool. Awesome. I would imagine with three of the bands on that show are on CDN, so I would imagine uh, they'll be taking pictures and 
probably filming all of us, I would imagine, and then doing whatever he's doing with it. I don't know. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> it's all good. Just another show. That mohawk we played there once or twice. <laughs> so it's all good. <laughs> That's a cool place. Yeah. We actually just went for the first time, like, uh, was it? It was over the summer. For the so first yeah, time? Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we talked. That was the... Uh... Malignancy, I think, was there? Yes. Yeah, oh, Malignancy yeah. we yep. played with in Pernusia and... No, it was, they were at the second time Malignancy pay, played. The, no, they weren't at the show we played. Oh, okay. Yeah. We love Malignancy. Oh, that's right. They yeah. were here twice. I forgot yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty cool dudes, too. Yeah. Um, okay, so anything else you guys want to touch on regarding the upcoming release? Glorious times. Did we miss anything? Uh, I think that's it. For that stuff. Rock on. Now we go on to the Pop-Tart questions. Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Um, so do you? do any of you have like a favorite anthropic release? Or song. The newest one, whatever. Really? Is, yeah, like I remember when, you know, Disgrace of Humanity was my favorite, you know, and then Architects was my favorite. And so you're just jazzed about So now it's like shit. the new one. Yeah. I just, I don't even want to play anything else. I just want to play the songs off the new album. That's like cool. That's a good set. feeling to have. The whole set. Mm -hmm. I like it. All new. Yeah, I can't stop no. listening to the new. Whether you heard us or not, it, if you haven't heard us, it's new anyway, but yeah. the newest songs are always our, my favorite. Do you guys feel the same about the upcoming release? Like, you guys can't get enough of it? Oh, yeah. Because that's... I don't think you guys realize the magic you have. Because a lot of bands record and they're like, oh, I fucking hate listening to it. Yeah. I mean, it's good shit, but like, oh, I fucked up this part, well, or I should have done this. There's always that. <laughs> I, I was... Uh, I was listening and I'm like, all right, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. Yeah, I dig it, I dig it. Oh shit, I fucked up right there. But it, <laughs> but it took me like a month of listening to it daily to realize that I didn't play one part right. I mean, it's still the beat that I play, but I, yeah. Anyway. But Doug, that's where the mad Doug, the magic yeah. man, you know, he can, he can fix it, you yeah. know, and uh, the the people they it's like they'll never even know yeah they'll never know well and especially what you're talking about it took you a month to listen that you had one spot that you don't like nobody is ever right. no, no, ever no. going to catch no, no, that no so all right so anyways back okay so russ upcoming is his favorite what about you guys I'm I'm definitely oh yeah yeah I'm definitely hyped on the on the new one I mean Architects is a great album too I love listening to that you know playing all those songs when we play the newer songs I just I want to kick someone in the in the head okay well let's not do you that know? <laughs> so it's like I want Stand everyone back. else to feel that you know just. Russ is gonna ruin the whole set next to the next song you play. It's definitely got a, a different energy. It really does. Yeah, it does. I agree with that. That it's still, you know, the same creator. It's yeah. Interesting. Each time we learned a new song, I was just like, Man, he was a riff master. Like he he's 
he was blossoming at that point. Yeah. In, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> so we practice where I work and Brian worked near me. So there'd be times where he texts me, so I got a, I got a riff. Can I stop by? And we'd both be done at work at the same time. So he'd come by, we'd like, he'd play his one riff. I'd throw a blast beat to it. He'd record it. All right. See ya. And that'd be, you Oh, know, that's cool. Or he would, we would be both be done at, you know, He'd be early and I'd still have to work and he'd be upstairs just jamming and I could hear him. And there'd be times where I'd hear a riff. I'd drop everything. What's that riff? Run upstairs, two <laughs> flights of stairs, whatever that riff was. Got it. Record it. I got it. I got it. Don't worry. And, and then, then back down. I would show up to practice and they would already have a new song written. I'd be like, what? At least one, sometimes two or three. I'm like, holy shit. Come up all hyped. I'm like, all right, I got lyrics for this one. We got this one done. We got three new ones. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Never catch up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if, If Brian didn't pass away, the current album that we're releasing now would have been out and we'd already be on another one. That's how many songs he Without would write. Without a doubt. Jeez. Like he would just powerhouse yeah just riffs 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 and then you know i i would always you know oh that should be a breakdown that should be a blast beat i mean let's face it every riff can be fast can be slow can be medium could have a blast beat could have a funky breakdown could be you know i mean there's a and depending on what beat that gets played or what you know fast vocals over it or whatever it obviously changes the riff so i would kind of just all right, here's we're gonna, that's going to be the first riff. That'll be the second riff. That whatever, and then as the song blossoms, Russ would be, you know, oh, it needs to be pumps there. You know, we should slow down or play that again. You know, or Chris would, you know, oh, I need it to be, play it one more time because I got this lyric that needs to fit there. You know, so yeah. then the, the songs would obviously blossom into whatever they become. You know, on the album, like I mentioned before, uh, nothing sacred. We have the the finished version and then we have the, the rehearsal version and it's the same song but it's not i mean you can definitely tell their the finished version is not the same as the, yeah you know the original that was a, version an early recording yeah. too because jim's like hey, are we going to put this one or this one on there and i'm like oh it's definitely going to be that because the other one's totally <laughs> fucked but then i was like it must have been like the second time first or second time i ever did like practiced it because it was it's like way off and i stop and i'm like oh it's, it's close enough i guess <laughs> <laughs> definitely a practice yeah we'd, we'd have the uh you know the beginning just the basic recording here's the song it's a minute and a half whatever and then there would just be numbered on the boards and there we have a big whiteboard and it'll say you know riff a four times and i might write a note because i'm really the only one that reads it for the most part and you know blast beat or grind or whatever yeah. and then uh that song might not get played again for six months but we have a recording of it and we know what it is kind of thing so yeah and we'd go back to them and fix them up but yeah anyway <laughs> <laughs> you got a question over there i do um i'm gonna skip that one okay hope that was one for me <laughs> oh, I'm saving it. Uh-oh. Shit. No, I'm good. Save um, the best for last. Oh. When are you guys going to play Maryland Death Fest? <laughs> when they call and ask us, we'll be there with bells on. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I want to play a, a, 
obscene extreme. Oh yeah, that'd that's, be great. Then I can retire after that. Yeah. <laughs> that's like your bucket list show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be. Or fall terror would be nice too. All right, fine. I'll play them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sign us up. Fine. God. <laughs> Does anyone else have a bucket list festival they'd like to play? That obscene obs- extreme would be yeah. fucking incredible. Yeah. Any if we got to play anywhere in Europe, I think that would be yeah, that and, would and be just leave yeah, whacking. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be, awesome. be able to play one show in Europe or some crazy fucking country. I think that would be. That you guys would there. go over so well. well over that's there. what I was just gonna say. Was you know they're really missing out because yeah. they would they would they would love us. Yeah, it's not I to agree. love. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> couldn't agree more. <laughs> well, hopefully CDN can help us with that part of it because they have worldwide distribution and uh they work with a couple pr things that'll help push us and yeah so hopefully overseas will get a little more every now and again we get tags from colombia or you know wherever france or spain like oh i got our good architects you know there's a picture someone playing it or whatever so tell your friends yeah that's right (laughs) no doubt just heard purity test which is another song off of the upcoming end of the bloodline release um so i have a two-part question do you guys have a favorite show that you've played and why was it the grim show (laughs) just kidding i'm just kidding i'm just kidding that was a cool show for sure (laughs) but do you guys have a favorite show that kind of stands out oof Cannibal Besides Corpse the, at the anthology. Yeah, that was, that was yeah, cool. that was one of one of the gems. I think. I don't think we were at that show. Was that the second time they came through? It was like just recently. It was uh, three years ago. Oh, uh, we were at that show. I was there, but as a spectator. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. It was Corpse Hate Eternal. Uh, Harm's Way. Harm's Way. I forget. There was one other band. I don't remember. We were there. We were there with Popper. Oh, yeah. We, he came with his luggage because oh, he yeah. lives in Texas and he came with his rolling yeah. into the into anthrology. Er, an- <laughs> anthrology. I like it. <laughs> I'm making I'm up in. all these words. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I'd say my favorite was uh, New Orleans. <laughs> oh, dude, yes. That that yes. show was so they. Number one, it was Meatball Monday, so they had a. <laughs> they, they, they had oh, someone. Gee. I was selling, wondering if you're gonna go there. Yeah. <laughs> they, they had someone selling meatball subs, and they were absolutely fantastic. Then we had to park inside, like there was like a gate behind the bar and they're like yeah you should park here i'm like okay so later on the spot that we were going to park in had a cinder block or a fire hydrant or something thrown through the front windshield so oh my god so it was good that we she had us park on the side yeah and then they have this thing i i get i think it's the trash lord right i don't remember and, what and if and apparently yeah. if they dig you they start throwing like the the gray garbage cans so yeah. there were two of them flying like back and forth brian ended up getting hit in the chest yeah. with it and this like, dude kicked it and it, it just blasted and in the corner there was a stripper pole and there was a, a young lady like twirling on it she was fully clothed <laughs> but she was spinning on it and upside down and it was just yeah that was it's like that you guys awesome. were playing in the middle of a circus yeah it, it was, was an awesome and show, it was like though. two blocks it from really was like, oh that's cool yeah, it was right it yeah. was close yeah. the, yeah. the yeah. flying yeah. garbage cans were that's how you know if they like you yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's an honor you know, it's like yeah. if you're if you suck you don't get the garbage cans <laughs> and we got two <laughs> yeah, yeah, we didn't yeah, know what just, the fuck was going on <laughs> while we were playing we're like what the fuck? They hate us, or they're kicked a fucking this big bored? ass garbage can into Brian and shit and whatever. But yeah, crowd was going crazy. The garbage cans were flying. So yeah, that was a, that, that's that's my that's my favorite show. That was fun. you stole mine. Sorry. I, you can my, tell them about the nest. Well, the nest is a good one. Or that. Yeah, what about West Rapid Vir Decay? West Virginia. Oh, that was we cool. played at uh, skate park in West Virginia, and it was. I like the air quotes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was it was a old church. church. It was like an old church, and it was like down this like narrow dirt driveway kind of down the hill, and there's railroad tracks right next to it and that. We got there, and it was all dark. You know, and we like parked the van. We rented one of those Sprinter vans for the tour. Uh -huh. So we had that parked and whatever, and we were like facing in. And we're like, can we get this thing turned around? I'm like, oh, maybe we'll back out later or whatever. So we all unloaded and all that shit. And it's dark. And, you know, I drink it a couple of beers. And <laughs> we need to get the show started, loaded all the stuff in, standing outside. I'm like, I got to take a piss. <laughs> Just go behind this, around the side of the building and start going. And someone's pulling in the parking lot and down the driveway. And the headlights light up the cemetery that I'm pissing out. I'm like, <laughs> like, oh, Jesus Christ. I'm like, all right, that's good. You know, and then kind of along the same story was Jim was saying in, in New Orleans. Well, uh, Steve from Sewage Grinders, like, dude, we got to get the van turned around or we're never going to be able to get out of here because more people started yeah. coming in and stuff. So, he pulled the van, he did like a 45-point turn and got the thing inched around. We parked on the opposite side of where we were. And all the cars are parked, the people showing up for the show are parked along by the railroad tracks. We played, and it was a super cool show because they had a freaking half pipe. We played right next to the half pipe, and dudes are skating while we were playing. I'm all into skateboarding, so yeah. I was like super fucking hyped. I was like calling out tricks for dudes to do. None of them did any of them. They're looking at me like, who is this fucking guy? <laughs> <laughs> old guy. But it was like 
the it was we, you played next to the ramp so there wasn't very much room and brian's like i'm gonna stand up on the deck of the half pipe and play and the the ramp's like six foot high and i think there was like a little bit of an extension at the end too so it was like maybe like a five foot by five foot square maybe six seven feet in the air yeah and he's like i'm gonna stand up there and play i'm like dude are you sure i uh, like you're gonna go tumbling off that thing. It's not gonna be good, you know. Yeah. I'm like, if you're gonna go down, I'm like, slide down on yeah. your ass like a slide. Don't jump, dude. Just that won't be good, you know. But he stood up there and he played. And he's like, I shouldn't have done that. That was fucking scary. You know? <laughs> he's like, holy shit. But as the show's going on towards the end of the show, someone, I think, while we were playing, dude Maybe. comes up like to make it an yeah. It was while we were playing. He's like, oh, make an announcement or some shit that joe's all drunk and smashed up the car or some shit i'm like what the fuck so we get done playing and this dude was done wasted drunk he backed out and he fucking sideswiped every single car oh, the no. whole way down like he we like just moved the van like, like bing, bing, dude bing, bing, if we bing. wouldn't have moved that van holy shit and like <laughs> he got up to the end of the driveway and got stuck, got stuck in a ditch. and oh, then he went Jesus. off into the ditch and all this shit but another close call with the i'm like dude yeah. a van the van would have been toast if, if we wouldn't have moved it but yeah that was a wild show there's a lot of yeah, West Virginia, man. They, we, we got they get they get down in West Virginia. Camp Krusty. Yeah, Camp Krusty. It was a good time. <laughs> I have one more. Don't piss on people's um, graves, dude. <laughs> we played a church in Newport, Kentucky. Oh yeah, that's the one uh, I was just going to mention. With too. internal yep. bleeding yep. and a beautiful church with uh, from all that goes all the way back to the civil war yeah this wow. church it's got beautiful stained glass windows and that show was awesome how is the sound in will there? from awesome. transplant Sounded productions great. yeah put that on that was an awesome we played Big with internal bleeding too. and uh, a bunch of other man it was awesome that's cool yeah yeah that was one of my favorites that and malignancy playing for playing with malignancy that was awesome Awesome. All right, uh, you want to go? Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. No, I was going to ask Matt how do you know how many shows you've played with the band since you joined? Oh, uh, I don't even know. It's got to be over thirty at least, right? Whoa, say like really? Twenty, yeah. thirty oh, something. It's good. So Matt will be in the band. I do two have years. every single set list. I save those. because oh, nice. I'm, I'm a collector. <laughs> collector <laughs> never stops collecting. Yeah. But um, see, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does that too. I save all the set lists too. <laughs> um, I yeah, tried, I'd and then they just them. shit just ended up being all over yeah, the place. We, I'm like, yeah, we used right. to put the fly. So Brian always had a thing. You never play the same set twice. So even if it's we only know seven songs, you put them in a different order. You know, yeah. And as you know songs, you obviously add and you got more to choose from. And yeah. Blah blah blah. But we used to put the flyer and then the set list behind it because then we could look like, hey, what did we play last month? Oh, that's kind of cool. But then we started doing tons of shows and that. Yeah, and then you can't keep up with it. Practical anymore. Yeah. So no. Just keep up with the flyers. So no, we just kind of <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm behind on printing the flowers. Our practice room is. 15 feet long? What'd you say? 15, 20 foot, maybe. Yeah, it's yeah. 15. So the whole one 15, wall, 20. there's a door, and then it's wall. So basically from the door to the corner, it's yeah. almost every flyer we ever... I mean, I, like we're behind in printing, but... I know. wish you guys could see it. Yeah. You should come 
We'd to, love to. Yeah, come to, come to one of our rehearsals we'll one day, church. you know, and yeah. you'll see the our wall of fame, you know. It's yeah. awesome. It's we'll awesome. Have, we'll schedule an open rehearsal special just for you guys. Awesome. Usually love it's it. closed, locked down. I don't want to laugh. <laughs> <Thank> Super <laughs> secret. No doubt. We'd love to come. Um, okay, so you guys are jam-packed with shows. You want to talk about them? Are you ready to talk about them? Because there's a shit ton of them. Let's see. So Saturday the 3rd, we're at Philly on the Rocks in Erie, PA. Then the 10th, we're doing Rick Horton's birthday show with Salako, Gutted Alive, Us, I forgot the other band. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's Void what, Emperor. Yes, Void yes. Emperor. Oh, yeah. Thank you, thank you. So that's in Waterloo on December 10th. That's going to be that's gonna be fun. Yeah, Rick, we're looking forward to that. Rick, I almost wasn't going to play, but I found out I'll be playing. Yes. I will not have a fill-in for that show. <laughs> uh, then <coughs> December nice. 17th is Death in December. That's the Ringworm show at Mohawk. Uh... December, crap, there's another show in December. The yeah, Thursday after, it. it's after Christmas. I know, uh, I we're know. at Stamps in Tonawanda. Uh, I don't know if that, hold on, I'll get, let me get the calendar out. Oh, these events are not in the right order. Okay, so. There's no way I could have just rattled off everything Jim just did. My <laughs> brain does not oh, work the, that way. Uh, the 29th. Yes, we're at Stamps with Sestruga, Us, Damages. Damages. Amish noise. Yeah. Yes. Then we're playing January 28th. That hasn't been announced yet. <laughs> uh, and I believe there's another show, and I don't remember if Matt mentioned it yet, so I'm not going to. Okay. That's in the summer on Brian's birthday. You know what? He did mention it on the decibel. Uh, there is a day of death for. Oh, he mentioned it on yeah. on our show too. Yeah, so Day of Death Four is in Buffalo. We're playing that. Yep. I can't say who else is playing, but that's okay. I know a few of them are damn. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> something to look forward to then uh, is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So that's all I have now. I know I'm trying to get a show. Well, not trying. I'm working on a show for March for a different promoter in Erie, and I think that's all we got right now so yes december's busy yeah <laughs> for sure it's exciting though know, you guys right? got cool shit going on yeah it's i fun. like it it's fun i mean when we kind of got going i never jammed with jeff well i did back in the back in the day but with anthropic i didn't jam with jeff but him and i both kind of were on the same trajectory child wise you know our when we we both kind of took a break for a while and then his kids were older. My kids were older. I didn't need to be there at their ever becking moment. Yeah. So it was kind of like, all right, let's jam kind of thing. But none of us, you know, we're all older. None of us have kids or wives that are domineering or, you know, whatever. Everyone's pretty cool. So we're able to have fun and, awesome. you know, just kind of do what we need to do. And our significant others are, are cool and supportive and our kids don't need us around every four seconds. And <laughs> yeah, the kids are grown. And yeah, you know, it's perfect. We're kids are time grown to go out your and look, guts. look for some dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, did you, Jim? Did you play when you took that time off? Were you still playing? 
Uh, like on your own? So my... I had my drum set set up at my mother's house. But when I was in the Navy, I lived in Connecticut and Virginia and, and that kind of stuff. So when I'd come home, I'd run up to the the base or the attic and play and just kind of make a little noise. And, oh, that was cool. And then that was probably about the extent of it. Mm. There there was a guy in the when I was in the Navy that played guitar. And they had, uh, I guess, individual sound booths. And they would have a drum set in each booth. And then there'd be like an amp. So, like, if you had a couple guys that just wanted to jam, you could just go. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. The Navy actually was, I know I'm not trying to get recruit anyone. <laughs> I'm just saying. The, he's, always the trying, <laughs> he's always trying to recruit people. He that's constantly that, talks about Jesus Christ. That's that music in the background. It's subliminally yeah, yeah. making yeah. people sign up join. for the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> it is very soothing. It I was is, just right? thinking that. Actually, my youngest son is at Navy boot camp right now. So, <laughs> And I didn't force him. It was on his own. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I would jam. You know, he's like a, just a rock guy. So we just kind of, mm-hmm. hey, let's play Iron Man. You know, and mm-hmm. you know couple led zeppelin jams or whatever just messing around but Mm. other than that i I did not play no i have a question did you put blast beats to iron man no (laughs) (laughs) i i was i was anti-blast beat well never anti-blast beat it's it's in my blood i can't i can't not but there was a a slight pause on all that and then i i had to be upstanding for a little while and Anyway, lame. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, we'll, we'll edit that part out. That was the dark time. <laughs> Russ you, jammed the whole time. He hasn't stopped. That dude's a legend right there. Yep. 40 fucking years, 30 years. Aw, oh, shucks. He hasn't stopped. <laughs> he started when he was four. He did. <laughs> he was born with a bass growing out of his fingers. <laughs> Well, that's a good segue in uh, individual questions. You want to start with Russ? Sure. Um, Russ, when did you start playing bass? When I was like 17. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have started sooner, but yeah. Did you start, was bass your first instrument or did you start, yeah? Yes. Yep. Who inspired you early on to start playing? Um... Definitely Cliff Burton mm-hmm. from Metallica, uh, Dave Ellison from Megadeth, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah. Those are solid influences. So the thrashy stuff. Mm-hmm. Tom Araya, Slayer, you know. Are you going to ask him about the fretless bass? Oh, yeah. I, I think I saw you posted... This was a while ago that you were interested in maybe trying a fretless bass. I really am. I think, I mean, I'm like my biggest critic, mm-hmm. but I think I'm, I, I play with my eyes closed a lot. So I'm, I think I'm ready, mm-hmm. you know, cause you pretty much got to, if you can play in the dark, yeah, you're ready, oh, Yeah, that's you know, a good point, so yeah. I, I would like to try i would love love to get my hands on a fretless space i really would yeah that's cool i think that would add add, uh, an interesting sound anthropic or were you just was it not for anthropic it was just for your personal no it you you could use it for any yeah 
any application it's uh mm -hmm. it's a warmer tone mm -hmm. um i think it would fit mm -hmm. i know the thing that confused me the most at first was that you like with with a fretted instrument you play between the frets and on a fretless you play on if it has the lines you play on the line you know what i mean and that was like that didn't that didn't work in my brain. I was like, no, yeah, I'm pressing I, the wrong spot. If I did get one, I would definitely want the airbrushing yeah. of the frets and the dots. I yeah. got, you know, yeah, for, yeah sure. for sure. I got to have all my reference points. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For when you do open your eyes, right? <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. All right, Matt, you mentioned organism in the 90s with Russ. Yes. Did you do anything in between organism and anthropic? Um, I jammed with Lamont in a couple of projects. I didn't even really have names at that point. They never got off the ground, too. And um, after that, um, that's it. Oh, I jammed with uh, Bob Bieber for a little while. This was right before Low Road Revival. Okay. Know. Um. But they, I was a little metally. That wasn't what they're looking for. They're kind of like you know, kind of like low road was like Sabbathy. You know, yeah, was, yeah. Which is you know, it's cool. I love Sabbath. Yeah, you know what I mean. But um, that's just wasn't how I was writing. I was still in like a riffy state of mind for yeah. organism at that point. I think. But uh, that was pretty much it. Um, I really was would like pick up the guitar and just play through that stuff. And maybe some other stuff that I knew Slayer. I was learning a lot of songs, old, you know, just for the hell of it. I wasn't yeah. really writing. Um, I haven't written since Organism, really. I did a little bit after. Russ and Justin and I kept it going for a little while. Actually recorded another um, six songs in uh, Fredonia at Mason Hall. And never released that either. So... Oh, you guys got a bunch of unreleased stuff we need to get our hands yeah, on. Yeah, I, I, I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but, so um, you all, you've always played. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't play like I play now. I mean, ever since I joined up with these guys, I try and play every day. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't always work. I'm, I'm, I do remodeling, so like crazy I have my, busy. I have my own hours, yeah. so to speak. So I'm, you know kind of all over the place it's like when i get the urge i'm whoosh, i'm there for eight hours at least and then i come home and it might be late it might be early yeah it's just weird but uh it's flexible though so <laughs> yeah that's cool make your own hours but um basically uh right after brian's you know memorial service russ called me he he lives upstairs from me and uh <laughs> um he called me up and you know asked me if i wanted to play with anthropic and I had always been, I, I had that crazy schedule going on. Yeah. I, I always like, you know, I was like, man, I don't know if I can do a band. And I actually didn't even hesitate. I was like, absolutely, man. I would love to do it. I mean, awesome. I had been to as many of their shows as I could go to. Yeah. You know, I didn't, you know, follow them coast to coast, but I went to Rochester with them a couple of times. Um, you know, any of the local shows, like if I knew about it, I was there. And, uh, you know, he kept me in the loop and he's right upstairs. So. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you at the show? I know you were home. <laughs> I see your car parked there. But, um, yeah, I didn't even hesitate, which was very cool. I was like, you know, it just felt right. Like, I always wanted to get back up on stage. I just had, you know, a few shows with Organism. It was like f five or six, I think. 
and then that's it. That's yeah. Done. So. Cool. Do you remember what the first underground release you bought was? Oh man. Probably. I like how there's like smoke coming from everyone's <laughs> no, head. No, no, no. <laughs> Honestly, I think it was the Demonesy demo from New Jersey. Oh wow. Ah. Yeah. It was either that or maybe uh, Eternal Torment. Because they had just come out around the time I got into the scene. And um, I was friends with the guitar player, Carl. Oh, that's cool. And so, yeah, I, I would say that. Because Demonacy or Immolation was like one of the first two like really, really heavy bands that I ever saw. I was pretty much, you know, I had listened to maybe Sepultura and Death. And that was, you know, on the... Like right on that thrashy to metal, like you know, yeah, like, you know, yeah. stream metal border. So yeah, that was where I was at until I started listening to the you know grindcore and grotesque infection was together at that time. And you know, I was there for when they were coming up, and it was just awesome, man. I mean, we used to go to the scrapyard like every friggin' like three days, three times a week. It was just there's shows there constantly, and they and they were at the time they were all crossovers they'd be like hardcore bands and punk bands and you know metal oh, that's cool. or, you know just it was awesome yeah and they you know actually got along whoa Big good old days yeah it was really cool it was really cool i came up like right in a, a very cool time yeah and awesome other clubs were popping up all over the place too you know yeah so, i seen many many big titles at the scrapyard it was fun that's awesome all right all right. And we're going to sway the uh, interrogation light over Chris now. <laughs> uh oh, what? Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, what? I was wake taking up, a nap. <laughs> um, I had an aside question that's. Not Is this the one that you dropped earlier and yeah, bring it back? Yeah. Shit. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> I was just curious about. Um, so, like, when we prepare for a show, we Metal Archives is, like, huge. They have, we go there, we look, and we see that everyone here except Chris was in <laughs> Metal Archives, unless you're there under a different name. But you also mentioned that Oh, you, I've changed my name multiple times. Okay. <laughs> Seamus McGinty. <laughs> I think maybe you have more of a, a hardcore background. Yes, so what, definitely. What before Anthropic, were you in hardcore bands? I was the guy in the crowd <laughs> stage diving and moshing and losing my mind for all my friends' bands. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. So you're a super fan before. Yeah, I, I was, I've never, I, I mean. My he, he was always screaming in the mic. You yeah. know how the hardcore yeah. dudes, they always. He knew all the words. You know. Okay. Yeah, I mean. He's on more albums than we have. Yeah. <laughs> just, just as a, it's serious. He really is. <laughs> nice. Uh, I don't know, but. Um, I mean, I, when I start, I started going to shows, and you know, when I was fourteen, you know, and then I saw like local bands, a bunch of young dudes or whatever. I'm like, that'd be awesome. I'd love to, you know, sing for a band or whatever. And my friend bought a guitar, and he couldn't play, and we'd jump around his living room, and you know, and, <laughs> and, be, and, be, and, and be stupid, <laughs> more or less, you know, and then. My friend Pat could kind of play drums. We jam at his house. I mean, it was nothing, really. It was like when I was like 15. Um, but at that time, like some of the other, our 
other friends that I went to high school with and all that stuff. I went to St. Joe's, a Catholic school in Buffalo, and it's like people from all over Buffalo go to that school. So it's not like your local high school where mm-hmm. everybody lives in the same city. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I met a bunch of guys that I skateboarded with and went to shows with and all that stuff. They all lived in Cheektowaga, which is like a half an hour-ish away from where I grew up. And those dudes could actually had they could play instruments and do whatever and <laughs> they got a band together that did pretty good and the one dude is in Snapcase right now mm-hmm. and and whatever so like it was just like they wanted me to be in their band like buy a bass and learn how to play bass i'm like i bought a bass for like i don't know 100 bucks or whatever like the cheapest thing i could find and went to go to the practice and they're like hey do this and i'm like uh 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 and like yeah yeah you're gonna do it but then just living so far away and being 15 my mom's not gonna drive me a half an hour to go to you know what i mean so none of that should ever work they actually all those dudes are all in bands and toured and did all sorts of shit so i just i mean when i got a little older they were already established i just hung out with all of them or whatever so i was cool with all those dudes but i was never in a in a band i just wanted to so that's when brian asked me i was like fuck i always want to do this mine as well oh, <laughs> what, that's what the cool. hell you know what i mean so yeah. that was a perfect question and you answered my next question all in one question you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> you read your mind <laughs> <laughs> would you consider vocals for any other genres what do you mean would i do vocals yeah for like different? death I, I mean power metal power metal i don't know about power metal so much <laughs> i'll be on your album sure. yeah i mean I, I mean i'm definitely dedicated to anthropic and oh, for sure. full on yeah. whatever but i'd i mean i'd totally do a hardcore band or something like that that'd be awesome yeah you that's know? cool death metal i don't know i mean i people ask me like specifics about what i do and how i who i try to emulate or i'm like i don't know i just yell just real scream. loud and that's what comes out <laughs> so i mean that's like brian was looking for a uh uh singer and he asked uh this this guy mike jeffers he plays drums in like a whole bunch of hardcore bands or whatever he's asked him he's like hey you know any hardcore dudes with deep voices that might be into doing this and that's how my name got dropped to brian to try out uh, okay so i had the deep voice <laughs> the deep voice my jeans i guess got me the the uh the the, the gig the I guess, sort of <laughs> the audition yes you do have a deep voice so, you have yes. a good radio voice this uh this puerto rican work lady i worked with she was like the first time i started talking that's she said this you should be on the radio i guess all right, I'll let you take this gym question because it's yours. All right. Um, I guess I kind of asked Russ this earlier, but um, when you first started playing, I think doing a little stalking, I see that... Uh, healthy stalking. Yeah, healthy yeah, of stalking, course. of you course. Um, that Slayer Rain and Blood was a big influence. Yeah. That was... Uh, I went from... You know, I, I, number one, Ozzy is, that's it for me. Like, that was, I heard Ozzy and I'm a metal dude. That that mm-hmm. was it. Oh, yeah, definitely. So then, you know, and it, we're not talking Sabbath. We're talking Ozzy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love Sabbath. Don't get me wrong. But um, then it was, you know, the hair metal bands and Cinderella mm-hmm. and, and whatever. And then I got a hold of Rain and Blood and it was like, oh, my. So it was, you know, Rain and Blood and S.O.D. and 
that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. it was awesome. And then I heard Terrorizer, World Downfall, mm-hmm. and that was it. I was grind only. Like, Cinderella sucks. Molly Crew sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Everything fucking sucks. It's not grindcore. And it was like, I was a grindcore snob. Like, good Lord. Like, it was grindcore. That's it. Is it still like that now? No. Do you yeah. still listen to Cinderella? Yes. Frequently, I do too. Frequently, actually. Yeah. Me, me too. too. Cinderella. Yeah, we were listening to Cinderella oh, yeah. on the way home from somewhere the whole fucking way. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> One of the first bands I seen live, actually. Was really? Cinderella and ACDC at the Odd. Nice. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Blow up your video tour, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was my first concert. They're, they were a great live band. Yeah. Cinderella. I think. Like, Shoot yeah, really me! Good. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, that whole show was great, man. So. Um... Jim, did you? I'm I'm guessing you prefer Pete and Terrorizer or Morbid Angel. Uh, actually, I'm not a huge Morbid Angel fan. I like Alters, of course, mm-hmm. but Terrorizer is. Yeah. Actually, for Christmas last year, my awesome wife bought me a signed drumstick from Pete. Oh, nice. That he used supposedly recording World Downfall. Wow. Oh, nice. So I actually have a bar in my basement and it's in my basement. So cool. Pete is the man. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Commando. Yeah. So um, this is a listener question for Jim. Okay. It says, Grindfather, do you know Grindmother? <laughs> <laughs> I, I do know of her, actually. Really? Yeah. There's that, uh, I don't know her personally, but I know of her. She's like the, some older lady right and mm-hmm. she sings for her son's band or yeah, whatever yeah. yeah yeah canada i think they yeah canada. that's awesome cool. yeah. <laughs> so yes i know of her i do not know her <laughs> we should make that happen yeah you should <laughs> that'd be hilarious <laughs> all right everyone's been waiting to hear the listener question answer what's everyone's favorite pop tart flavor yes <laughs> <laughs> oh my Strawberry, I guess. Frosted strawberry. Unfrosted cinnamon all day long. Unfrosted? Unfrosted. What's wrong with you? Dude, there's too I much know. sugar. Oh, my too God. Too much sugar. That's like cereal without marshmallows. Yeah. Ew, no. Or without taking a whole bunch of sugar and dumping it all over the top of it. And you got <laughs> no. like a spoonfuls in the bottom of the bowl. No, that's what is wrong with you? I don't drink the milk anyway. Dude, the Brown sugar, cinnamon, <laughs> frosted all day. That's no. the only ones I eat if, since I was a Me kid. Me too. Man. I'm with Chris. Same That's the only ones I eat. That's shit. In fact, they need to take that frosting all the way to the edge. Like, <laughs> I agree. I'm tired Absolutely. of them holding back. Dude. Yeah, well, no well, crust. Dude, you know? I used to you know break what? the crust. Yeah. Dip the damn thing. I used to break <laughs> the crust off and throw that shit out and yes. just eat the fucking sugar the part. The inside of it. Yeah, the soft the, part. Oh, man. I used to, when I was a kid, I'd, I'd peel them in half. And put the I take the bottom crust off so and smush two freaking so frosted you had a double parts, decker double decker <laughs> frosted and filling only that's that's yes. way too much time that's why I'm a fat ass right now <laughs> yes how fat are you yes hilarious all right do you guys have time sorry mom can you edit that don't maybe you shouldn't put that my mom is gonna kill me if she listens to this you what is what? wrong with you <laughs> why would you tell them that. <laughs> I didn't know you did that. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have time constraints? No. All right. Matt, grab that box over there. 
Okay. Oh, wait, Pull maybe out. we do. None I'm scared of this. <laughs> this, is, this is freaking me out now. What's in it? <laughs> oh, jeez, mystery question? Pa- pass him around. Oh. We got nonsense questions that you guys are going to have to yeah. answer. <laughs> At random. At random. We don't know what they are. You don't know what they are. Oh, Jesus. They might be deep. Oh, my. I hope not. They might not. All right, Matt, you kick it off. What's your question? What is the most terrible movie you legitimately enjoy? Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with Bad Taste because it's it's pretty off the wall. Yeah, that's a good choice. <laughs> I don't know. that. Have I watched that? I don't know that I've seen that. Not willingly. <laughs> oh, which means I slept through it yeah, then. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that. I have to look that up. Oh, my God. It's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> I'm in. I guess I'm up because I'm next to Matt. Can fish get seasick? <laughs> oh, this is perfect for, right. for a Navy boy. <laughs> okay, so my theory. Do you have on... a submarine answer for this one, Jim? <laughs> they do. From when the, I was from down the... in the sub, you know, <laughs> from the Navy sonar, that's how they get seasick. <laughs> it is kind of perfect that you got that question. Yeah. Okay, so I would have to say that to fish, it's not water; it's air. So they're just breathing air and. The, the air isn't getting like I don't get wind sick. Uh, fair. So, so that's a fair question. So or as fair far answer. as I'm concerned, the fish that's their thing, and no, they don't. I like it. Well, all right. <laughs> Did you get seasick when you were first in the navy? Uh, so I was on a submarine, and they're round, so they don't do very well on the surface. Like they just bop. Oh yeah, it's it's not good. So I do like. I get seasick like on a swing, like in a park. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I knew better. So I'm like, okay. So when I got there, they're like, here, take this uh, Dramamine. Dramamine. Yeah. So the Dramamine made me more sick than just being on the surface. So I threw up once, <laughs> only once uh, after that. And it was because of the Dramamine, actually. I, I don't know if I just didn't take it in time. But uh, I knew what to do to combat it after that. Just lay down. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. There was, my ship went on deployment, which is, you know, away from home base, home port for six months or whatever. And they have a story they pulled into Germany. And I guess the surface transit was 10 hours or 12 hours or something. But the seas were so rough that 90% of the crew was just having garbage bags oh, near them and just puking. Like, measure what know, that smells like. like the, you know, the, <laughs> The officers are on the periscope and, and I mean, they're, you know, and when you're on the surface, there's a, there's a watch that the sonar guys would have to stand. So you're in control and you're just standing at this box, just weaving back and forth. And then you drop all of a sudden and then, yeah, just bags and just people puking up so much that it's blood. Uh. So I missed that, thankfully. Uh. <laughs> yeah, lay down. You're good to go. All those Navy recruits that you got earlier have changed their mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, like, no, no, it's just submarines. Like, Surface ships are different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you submerge. You don't feel it unless it's really bad. Then you feel it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> then you're just swimming in puke until the next yeah. time you yeah. come up. No, no, no. <laughs> For six months. <laughs> no, no, no. We got water. All right. Chris doesn't look happy about his question. Yeah. You well, want to redo? What's invisible that you wish people could see? I know it's going to be love. 
<laughs> Chris does come across I, as a I was lover, thinking about he? I was thinking about her. Love was definitely not one of them. <laughs> uh, I don't know. The first thing that came into my mind was farts. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So you Especially like, right. no, I'm not going to drop any. Them, then you know I'm not going to drop any names, but this guy I work with, he likes to crop dust everybody. <laughs> so that would be perfect, specifically for you, Mike. That <laughs> when you go by and crop dust me, I can see the plume of gnarly coming out of your pants, and I can fucking run. So I don't know. Maybe run. there's probably something that, better than that. But I don't know. That's what I came up that's with. A good one. That, that like would have been like that would have been great on the ride home last night. I we're driving. It's like one in the morning, and we're in wherever Pennsylvania, and I smell something. I'm like, I'm like, okay, who farted? Like, oh. I'm like, it's horrible. Usually Dad wants it, to know no, who dude, farted. Dude, it wasn't. It was some no, factory. Yeah, it was so we fact- rolled down. Oh, the, really? I rolled Shit. down the windows, oh. and it was worse we're like what the well, hell i don't know so what that fucking factory it, is dude. I, we're 99 percent sure it was a sewage treatment plant because mm. oh. it was miles of like oh my god it's all over me i need a shower <laughs> so oh. in that instance uh, yeah in that instance you there's like seen, just smokestacks of just yeah. fucking I, I think i saw like, I, I, shit. I, it was yeah. that was the worst oh, it was, it was fucking taste it man yeah. it was yeah. it was fucking <laughs> terrible so in that case, I'm like, we get it out of my the nose. red gas, and we would have known that it was a fart, not the sewage treatment. Would it be red? I think. I, I think it would red. be. I think it would be green. Red or green? Farts would I'm, be green. I'm I think, down. Man. I was going to ask that. I always picture them to be brown, but yeah, I, green would yeah. work too. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I always think makes you think of Ren and Stimpy too. That I was episode, just going to say that episode when he farted and, and, he, yes. and, he, and he left the burn mark on the rug. <laughs> I was in high school. I was in high school. I was all stoned watching that shit, and my mom just happened to be walking down the stairs. Right as that happened, right as he, and then it just burnt and then stinky. She's like, "What are you watching?" I was rolling, dying, laughing, all stoned. You know, I was like, what the fuck are you watching? What is wrong with you? I'm like, this is great. This is the best TV ever. Stinky. <laughs> All right, Russ, what do you got over there? Okay, my question is, you are a con man who can infiltrate any profession. Which job do you pretend to be an expert at? Uh, I would have to say uh, I would like to infiltrate the the Kansas City Chiefs. (laughs) You know, the NFL, uh, you know, get... Uh, you know into upper management or something you know like so i could use my influence you know yeah yeah (laughs) that's a good answer i like that all right anything in closing from you guys uh just appreciate being here and uh thanks for having us yeah hell yeah thank you guys yeah thank you very much long uh, time in the making you know hopefully the the album's well received and uh Try to come to our shows, and when you're there, you know, buy so, stuff. Buy stuff, not and not only from us, from every band. Yeah, yeah you know, absolutely. it's tough out there. You know, the studio's not cheap, gas mm-hmm. isn't cheap. Yep, and they're you know, all doing it, the same shit. Oh, yeah, we do. you know, and it costs money to make the shirts. You know, and it's not like we're making four hundred percent profit. You know, it's <laughs> five six bucks a shirt. That's it. Yeah, you know, and you sell four. Okay, I can, I can put four gallons in. You know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but. uh you know, to support the scene, you know, we're, the, the type of music that we play is not very 
popular. You know, people, oh, you're not a metal band. What What is it like? It's like, eh, nothing you ever heard of. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I listened to, you know. Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah, I listened to Five. <laughs> it's like, yeah, picture no. that about a hundred times faster <laughs> and nastier. Yeah, dial it up a little bit. You know, and it's just kind of like, what? It's like, never mind. Like, it's not your thing. Right. You know, I mean, there's not. I, I also try to, like, okay, there's a thousand people and, you know. 20% listen to country and, you know, don't check my math. You know, and, you know, 30% listen to rap and, you know, 15% listen to rock. Well, now take that 15%. It's 150 people or whatever it is, you know, and, and 100 of them listen to this kind of rock and 30 listen to that kind of rock. That leaves one yeah. that listens to our kind of music yeah. out of those thousand people, you mm. know, and, and it's just that we're all we have you know so you know i i you know I, nobody's perfect but i i try to share friends bands and try to hey john at work check this band out you might mm. dig them you know whatever but uh yeah that's about it for me well you're obviously all doing it for the passion of the music yes oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. it, it definitely comes across you guys have something very special yep and thank you. We Thanks. appreciate yeah, you appreciate guys, that. and we love what you're doing. Yeah. Thank cool. you. Thank, thank you, thank you guys so much. You. Thanks for having us, for Thanks. sure. Good time. Thank you. All right, we started the episode with a world premiere song, and we're going to close it out with a world premiere song. Love it. What are we going to hear? Nothing Sacred, off of their upcoming release, End of the Bloodline. Very nice. Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And stinky.